I'm apologizing in advance for how all over the place this episode is going to be. But that's how I discovered all these bands and wanted to share with you the story of how I found all this crazy music that I listened to. Anyway, my name is Luke, and welcome to the first of three episodes in this short little series called And Then I Discovered, where I talk about my odd relationships with bands and why you should consider stepping outside of your comfort zone. I'm starting off this series with possibly my favorite band in existence, and that's really saying something. Mike Snow. Finding new music is a lot like finding a new food that you didn't know existed. There's this brief moment of euphoria in which you think to yourself, this is the greatest thing I've ever had. And then you listen that song into the ground. You want to share the music with your friend, but at the same time, you also have this desire to hold on to it and protect it and keep it yours. That's the feeling I had when I first discovered Mike Snow. But to get to Mike Snow, I'm afraid we must back up to the pimply, awkward years of high school, the apocalypse, I'll explain, and the CDs my brother used to crank on the way home from school. It was a typical jumble of your 2008 mega hits. I liked his music, but I preferred my own. So I would often just have my headphones in driving home from school. But suddenly, one day, this happened. Now push it. What's this? I say, taking out a bud. Crookers, my brother said. Crookers. The band that changed everything for me. They got me into house music, broader grunge and techno, and that branched out into what would eventually be classical and opera music. Stick with me. They will also be the foundation for my musical taste as a whole, and I will reference Crookers in every episode of this miniseries. But it started with the EP Knobbers, with the hit songs like the titular track and others. Take a listen. enigma. They gave me that new food feeling. And they were the only type of techno music I could actually listen to with headphones in for hours and hours. I listened to their live mixes. And on my 18th birthday, I went to Denver Beta so I could see them DJ together live. They inspired me to become a wedding DJ. Don't ask, because I won't tell. Skip forward to 2010. Crookers drops a new single. It's called Remedy. And it's featuring a strange band. It's an okay song. I didn't like it because instead of a drop, it had this. And I wasn't used to that. But I liked the music. Thinking the collaboration had something to do with the magical vocals, I did a Google search with them and was met with this song as the top result. And that's when I discovered Mike Snow. If Kruger's was an enigma, then Mike Snow was the equivalent of the Pearly Gates. 
Finally, I thought, headphone music with upbeat undertones and talented singers. I plunged myself into the music of Mike Snow. Their track, Sylvia, was a favorite of my dad and I's. Plastic Jungle was out of this world and strange. Billie Holiday made me feel like I was in the 1980s. Faker seemed like it was the trailer to the movie in my head. Cult Logic was a club song with pop undertones if I've ever heard one. The album's all over the place, and that made it so worth listening to, over and over and over and over again. Faker, when iTunes counted plays, was the first song I had that had over a thousand listens to by just me. The second would be Little Dragons twice, but that's for a different story. The album titled Mike Snow changed the way I saw music, and changed the way I discovered music. I followed their Twitter account and bought their shirts. Once they tweeted a small indie rock band called Arthur Beatrice. They had a record out called Carter, and a remix by a guy called Math Times Joy. Strange name, I thought, so I listened to the music and blew me away. Here's some of his songs. I see the way we go inside and it's nothing more than charm, charm, charm. If I were all for feeling fate, I'd be none for you. Math Times Joy led to a discovery of catching flies through a live mix that he did. That led to the discovery of Ife and Dafid. which would lead to a discovery of jazz music. Again, a story for a different time. Back to one. Mike Snow, in 2012, announced a new album called Happy To You. I pre-ordered immediately. The world was supposed to end that year, but at least I would be able to hear a new Mike Snow album. On the last day of Earth, I decided to do two of my favorite things, ski in the backcountry and listen to Happy To You. It was the happiest apocalypse of my life. And then my parents got divorced. There's a song for that. Sunsets for so long on these streets. So many beautiful faces that don't need me. My dad and I listened to their whole album one night driving home. And for the first time in my life, I watched and listened as my dad cried. I try and avoid God help this divorce now, unless I need a good cry.
Pause to wipe tears and moving on. There's a tweet that Mike Snow's Devil's Work had made it to thissongissick.com. I went to that website. Cha-ching! Discovered Big Gigantic, a DJ I saw live twice. Discovered Skrillex, a DJ I saw live twice. Discovered Flux Pavilion, a DJ I saw live twice. You get the picture. I see a lot of DJs live twice. I started to find some pretty goddamn good and famous producers who I never would have had the chance to meet despite their popularity. Thissongissick.com was one of the first websites that made amazing music recommendations and nothing else. Mike Snow disappeared after the release of their album. No tour, no tweets, no merch, no new music, no Mike Snow. My rabbit hole, that's a pun for Mike Snow music, of finding new music took a turn and went wild. The following year, 2013, I googled Andrew Wyatt's name, the lead singer, and found out that he went on a solo route and made an album with a German Philharmonic Orchestra. Mike Snow disappeared after the release of Andrew Wyatt's solo album again. No tour, no tweets, no merch, no new music, no Mike Snow, you get it. So I went on a hunt. Black Tin Box, one of the songs on Happy To You, featured Leaky Lee, who is now one of my all-time favorites. She has some true gems. I found out that Lee and Wyatt teamed up and made a very sexually charged duo band called Live in 2016. And that's when I knew that they were coming back. But not before Liv introduced me to Amanda Bergman and Amazon as a whole. I found all of these incredible bands, but Mike Snow made up for most of the music I listened to for those four years. Amazon, though, was my alarm clock for two of those years. Those damn Swedes know how to make some good fucking music. And then finally, after years and years and years and years, I was driving my car around Evergreen Lake, after having a homemade Reese's peanut butter cup and feeling good about life, when my phone vibrated and their third album came out. And on and on my listenings went. Without going into the details, just because of time, I want to tell you the names of bands I found through Mike Snow just off the dome. Flume, Glass Animals, Chromio, Empire of the Sun, Phoenix, Shook, Passion Pit, and Two-Door Cinema Club. I literally wrote those out without having to think about them at all, because the effect that Mike Snow had is that palpable. Mike Snow has since disappeared again, and I'm just waiting for their big return. They made a track for Fifty Shades of Grey, and last year Andrew Wyatt came back with a full-length album but it could not possibly have been further from what I expected to hear. (laughs) 
There are two points I want to make with this episode. The first is to consider stepping outside of your comfort zone. I've been on a huge country music kick recently, but it spurred from listening to one of my new favorite artists. So tip one is explore artists, not genres. When people say, oh, I'll listen to anything except country, I usually laugh because I know everyone has a type. And that's not a problem at all. But don't bat your eye toward a whole entire genre of music. The sheer amount of artists that make genreless music is staggering, and you're hurting yourself for not exploring them. The second point I want to make is to do a little exploring this week. If you like a song with two or more artists, go down the rabbit hole, or even Google some similar artists to your favorites. There's a lot of music out there, and your favorite song might just be right around the corner. Thanks for listening to this kind of fun little side project that I wanted to do. This has been in the works for a long time. I've just actually finally sat down to record something. Uh, Music's a really big part of my life, as you can probably glean from this episode. And I just really like talking about it and sharing some of the music that I like. Uh, All the songs that I used in this video are going to be in the podcast notes, as well as a few extras. Uh, So go check out those, and that might be a good launch point to find your next favorite song. Like I said, this is part uh, one of three. Uh, next week in the mini series, I'm going to be talking about discovering music through typos. Yes, I said typos. We'll see you next week. Hi, friends. Uh, (laughs) I made a few mistakes in this uh, episode, but things lined up so perfectly at the end there that I'm just going to correct them now. Um, I called this a video. I called this a video twice uh, in this episode, and I've corrected one of them by just shoddily pasting in me saying episode over one uh, and that worked out well for one of them but I couldn't figure out the timing with the with the second time I have this whole episode planned out by like the second and to make an adjustment like that at this point would just be catastrophic even toward the end um, there's no video anywhere this is just a podcast episode so you're not missing out on anything the other thing that I the other like glaring mistake that I made was saying that uh, next week is going to be another one of these. That's not true. Um, I'm going to eventually get another one of those out, but I don't even have the second one in the works. I know what I'm talking about for the next two. I just don't have any of the content for that yet. So it's probably going to be another month at least until another one of these comes out. Next week, we are actually going to be having our episode on true crime, and then the week after that is going to be our episode on Fargo Season 3. I really hope you enjoyed this. This was kind of fun and unique to make. Our socials will be in the show notes, and we'll see you later.